In this edition of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals take down the Edmonton Oilers by a score of 3-2. to two. Let's talk about that game next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this episode of Locked On Capitals, I'm happy to talk about a Capitals win. Yes, the Capitals pick up a big win against the Edmonton Oilers as they take them down by a score of 3-2. to two. We'll talk about the game in the show. Then later in the show, we will talk about the great play of Alexi Protus and how great he's doing. And then also later in the show, we will talk about how Marcus Johansson left the game briefly uh, that was believed to be injured, but he came back to the ice. What does that mean for the Capitals? But just to get it going here, your Washington Capitals do, in fact, take down the Edmonton Oilers. And this was one of the rough games. You know, this is a Capitals team that is facing a myriad of injuries. This is a team that is missing their number one netminder in Darcy Kemper. So one of the things that I talked about that uh, I thought Brian McClellan did good in the offseason was to solidify that position. We all know last year that it was Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek, and that was inconsistent. So the one thing I'm happy that Brian McClellan did is he signed Darcy Kemper, of course, no-brainer, A+. But he wasn't done yet. He and Then he ended up uh, signing a legitimate backup goalie. You know, the easy thing to do, and many people thought he should have done it, is he should have gone with Vitek Vanacek or Ilya Samsonov as the backup. But he didn't do that, and he went out and ended up signing Charlie Lindgren, who has played very well for the Capitals thus far. I understand that Darcy Kemper has started a lion's share of the games, but tonight, Charlie Lindgren made 28 saves on 30 shots. So that's the that's the big thing, my big takeaway, kind of a sigh of relief that, you know, the moves that they made in the offseason uh, worked, and they worked in the Capitals' favor. The shorthanded Washington Capitals knew that Monday's tilt with Connor McDavid and the high-flying Edmonton Oilers wouldn't be easy as they were without three top four defensemen and their starting goaltender. Thankfully, several names stepped up to help Washington battle hard and earn a huge two points. Alexi Protus and Moore shined, while Charlie Lindgren shined as the Capitals edged the Oilers 3-2. to two writes Washington Hockey Now. And this was a team that was due for a win. You know, they struggled all this this season, a team that was struggling to find an identity. So for this team to work together and pick up a good win and, you know, and rally around Charlie Lindgren, the backup goalie who ended up playing like a starter tonight, that is a good sign going forward. And it was taking on Connor McDavid and the Oilers. You know, there's Dreisaitl and Nugent Hopkins. This was no easy win 
for this Capitals team. So for them to go in there and be dominant and pick up a great win uh, was was a big win for them. I know that it wasn't a slam dunk for the Capitals. Um, you know, it was a pretty back and forth game. You know, it, it wasn't a blowout, shall we say, but a win is a win and a loss is a loss. And the Capitals showed up and they played big tonight and it was a team that was dialed in and working together. And that was evident tonight. You know, oftentimes in these games, especially against teams, you know, that are, you know, doing better in the standings. Sometimes I think the Capitals sometimes don't play as well. Going into this evening, the Oilers were 14-12-0 and the Capitals were 11-12-4. So suffice it to say the Capitals were the underdogs in this situation. But my positive thing that I'm taking from this is this injury-strapped team found a way to pick up a win against a really formidable opponent. And make no mistake, the Edmonton Oilers are that. Um, And that was, you know, from getting some uh, key scoring from some players, not just the marquee names, not just Alex Ovechkin, and not just Kuznet, you know, the the big names, Kuznetsov, and, and the likely suspects out there. It was getting scoring from different sources. And, you know, that's one of the things that's positive for me. You know, this was a game that saw TJ Oshie getting on the scoreboard. This was Nick Dowd, which, you know, neither one of those guys is a stranger to scoring, but you know what I mean? It's not the the knee-jerk uh, answer to who do you think scored a goal tonight? And Lars Eller ended up picking up a goal as well. So this was a Capitals team that was really dialed in, and that is ultimately why they were able to pick up a really great win tonight. And, uh, you know, what we hope going forward is that they can keep that going because this Caps team is going to be taking on the Flyers. And we all know that the Flyers are not as good of a team as they've been in years past. But this is a, a Flyers team that is under the tutelage of John Tortorella, And John Tortorella usually can dial in a team pretty well. So if the Capitals can take what they learned in the game tonight, how to pick up a win against a a pretty good team out there, I think that that will bode well for them. And that confidence and that swagger going forward will only be beneficial for them. Because let's face it, this Capitals team going into this evening was three points outside of a wild card spot. So that, you know, to quote Brian McClellan, there wasn't the margin for error or for the margin for error is very narrow. So the Capitals cannot afford to, to lose multiple games. This is the time for them to get themselves out of this position that they got themselves into. That's what Brian McClellan spoke of in the presser the other day. And it's true. You know, I think the easy thing to say, and I've thought it myself, is they should just go out and trade for this big marquee name and help get the Capitals out of this mess, almost like a tow rope, hook it onto your truck and pull you out of the mud. No, the Capitals got in this mud. They're going to have to figure out a way to get out. And tonight, if that's any indication, message sent, message received, the Capitals picked up a big win. You can argue about if, you know, they could have won the game by a better, bigger margin or, you know, maybe the the defense collapsed in certain areas. That's all, you know, uh, hearsay. That's all periphery stuff. What you want to concentrate on is the win. They picked up a win. I don't want to get too ahead of myself this way or this way. I want to be right in the center and just concentrate on the great win tonight. That was a great win with, a, with, um, Charlie Lindgren in that, you know, and I'm not here to speak disparagingly of him, but he is the number two uh, goalie for the Washington Capitals, and he stood on his head and made some great saves. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. 
making big saves uh, when you're called upon because we know that Darcy Kemper is out for how long, I guess it remains to be seen. But as it stands right now, Charlie Lingren is the number one netminder for your Washington Capitals. And I feel confident in that. And having confidence in a Capitals goalie feels good. I haven't had that confidence in a tandem on this team since, well, Braden Holtby, really. So for the Capitals to have that stability in net, uh, is just a really positive thing going forward. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about the great play of Alexi Protus. You know, a guy, for the most part, that hasn't really been up on the score sheet. Um, you know, he kind of, you know, had some scoring opportunities and some breakaways, but hasn't really lived up to his preseason potential, in my opinion. But tonight, he kind of rose the bar to a whole new level. We'll talk about Alexi next. Today's episode of Locked On Capitals is brought to you by Simply Safe. At Locked On Capitals, we believe home security should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Capitals listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off. Here's why I love it. I had an issue where someone broke into my home. Simply Safe dispatched the police and took care of the situation. That's why you need Simply Safe. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report a third year in a row. In an emergency 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get higher priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion and alert you that the threat is real, and even, even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Don't miss your chance to save on your favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com forward slash locked on NHL today. That's simplysafe.com forward slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about your victorious Washington Capitals as they take down the Oilers by a score of 3-2. to two. Again, I would have liked if they would have won by a larger margin, but the Capitals do pick up a big win, being strapped by a myriad of injuries and a backup goalie in net. I am going to go ahead and take this victory with what it is. <clears throat> Alexi Protus played big. The six foot six forward put in the, his work to get faster and stronger going into this season, and that hard work paid off as he has taken on fourth line roll skating with Nick Dowd and Garnet Hathaway. On Monday, he was noticeable on each shift as he was moving his feet, generating chances, and reading 
the ice well right to Washington Hockey now. Protus got three high-quality chances in the third, including two breakaways, and after losing the handle on the third opportunity, he decided to pass on shooting, and it worked. After receiving a great pass from Nick Dowd, he went on a break and chose to return the favor with a pass to Nick Dowd who rocketed a shot past Skinner to make it a 3-2 hockey game. That was Dowd's first goal in 19 games. The 21-year-old finished the night with an assist, two shots, three attempts, and one hit through 7 minutes and 24 seconds. So that's my big thing for Alexi Protus is just to live up to potential. You know, he came into camp an unlikely candidate for making the big team, I think that if you would have asked any of the coaches in the preseason, if you think Alexi Protus is going to make this team, I think that most of them would have said no. But he played so well that they couldn't send him down. You know, Connor McMichael has been sent down. Some other players have been sent down. But Alexi Protus remains. You know, before this podcast here, I was talking with other people on the show about how he hasn't really showed up on the score sheet as of late. But tonight... Tonight, you know, he was trending in the right direction. And I don't want to say that, you know, all faith is totally restored in him. But to have um, an assist, two shots, three attempts, and one hit through 724, you know, I guess that's all pretty thing, pretty good, all things considered, for a fourth-line player. And uh, for Alexi Protus to stay on this team, he needs to continue to keep rolling along and playing that well. Uh, because as we know, Carl Hagelin is out, right? We know he's going to be out for the remainder of the season, you know, most likely, maybe even forever. He has that eye injury and that lower body injury. So we don't know when he's going to come back. So what did the Capitals do? They called up Beck Malenstein. And Beck Malenstein broke his finger sliding in front of a puck. So... For right now, the fourth line position, left wing, is Alexi Protus's position. So, unless Beck Malenstein comes back and sets the world on fire, I think that, you know, Alexi Protus, that is his position. Does that mean Beck Malenstein gets sent back down to Hershey? I guess that remains to be seen. It might be a bit of a battle out there as to who is going to, in fact, play that position. Um, Alexi Protus is that big guy out there. He's got a big frame, but, you know, a lot like Anthony Mantha, he's not intrinsically a tough guy. I haven't seen him drop the gloves. I haven't even seen it come close. That's what I'm looking for for me, for some of these from some of these big players. And I know that Mike Vogel and different people have talked to me, and they said that that tough guy role isn't really... Uh, it's not something that's present in modern day hockey. That's more hockey of old, but you still do need those tough guys out there that can drive the, the smaller guys off the puck and finish their checks into the boards. I wish we could see a bit more of that out of Alexi Protus. I wish we could see a bit more of that out of Anthony Manta, something that they could probably work on. I, you know, I don't think that uh, Protus is going to shy away from a fight. I just don't think that he's been in a position where that was even a possibility. So, you know, that's my big thing. Keep doing what you're doing tonight. If you can keep getting those shots on goals, if you can keep getting assists and maybe add some goals to that as well, those are all good things that are going to help you in your future. And uh, I, I was very happy with Alexi Protus's play tonight. And I hope that he can continue that going forward because a lot like Anthony Mantha, Mantha, who we know is very hot and cold, uh, we don't want Alexi Protus to be very hot and cold. We need consistency on this team uh, going forward. We all know about all the injuries on this team 
So, you know, that means that the players that are in the lineup are going to have to score on a consistent basis if this Caps team wants any chance of winning. And that's that's my big thing going forward here is consistency from Alexi Protus, consistency from all of those players. Um, if this team wants to, consi- uh, to, co- to uh, continue to chip away uh, at the point so they can slowly, hopefully, make up their way up the Metro division here and make a really good for a push for the playoffs in the spring. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about the Caps play tonight a little bit more in depth, and then we will talk about a bit of a scare. It seems like the Capitals were almost going to be oh, another player, Mar- Marcus Johansson. What was behind all of that? We'll talk about that next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. You'll have to excuse me. I have a bit of a cold going on. It's my voice sounds a little bit off. You'll have to bear with me. Uh, that's part of having kids. You know, they're in daycare and they have colds. And they bring them home to you. I'm almost continually, constantly having some sort of cold or something going on. So in any event, bear with me. As I make my way through this podcast here, uh, the Capitals playing great tonight. And the big scare thing out there, Marcus Johansson. We talked about the myriad of different players on this team that are injured. Uh, Most notably, uh, recently, Martin Farivari and number one netminder Darcy Kemper. It almost seemed for a period that you could add Marcus Johansson to that list. The Washington Capitals continue to have a tough time on the injury front and already shorthanded at Edmonton. They got a scare when Marcus Johansson left the bench in the first period against the Oilers. He did return back to the bench. And I'm going to have to go ahead and look back on that footage and see if I saw any sort of skirmish or rough up, you know, something, did he get pushed into the boards? Did he twist his knee awkwardly? I'm not really sure. I don't remember any time in the game that I saw him, you know, uh, potentially get hurt. You know, it was a game that was going uh, quickly at certain points, but, you know, the cameras don't catch everything. And, you know, I may have not noticed it, but in any event, it does appear that Marcus Johansson will, in fact, be okay. Over the last stretch, the Caps offense has struggled and at times looked for plays that weren't there and didn't focus too much on getting pucks on net. That was far from the case on Monday as the Washington Capitals piled on as many pucks as possible on Stuart Skinner in the first period. The Caps dominated and finished the frame with 22 shots on goal, tying their season high. That only set the stage for more pressure later on. Lars Eller was the one to open the scoring for Washington in the second the team down one to nothing early in the first. Mantha did a great job stealing the puck from Leon Dreisaitl while Sonny Milano made a nifty pass to get the puck to Eller, who deked past Skinner. Eller now has points in back-to-back games and points in three of his last four outings. That's what I'm talking about. The Capitals are building on that. In the end, the Caps finished with 50 shots on goal. TJ Oshie led the charge with eight shots. While John Carlson racked up seven, Strom had six, and Alex Ovechkin chipped in five. Talking about a team win, that's what I'm talking about. You want scoring up and down the lineup. You don't want it just from your marquee names. I know it would really be really great if Alex Ovechkin scored all the goals. That would really help him achieve his goal of passing Wayne Gretzky. That's not what's best for the Capitals. The Capitals want that layered scoring depth up and down the lineup, getting the defense involved in the scoring. If if possible, but just a really great team win is my takeaway from this podcast from this last game. 
was a team all pulling on that rope for one united goal. And what is that goal? Picking up a win against a big team. You know, I've talked about oftentimes people say, well, you know, we're playing these really poor teams. We're playing, you know, the Coyotes or we're playing, you know, the Anaheim Ducks. You know, I'm glad we can pick up wins. I want the Capitals to continue to beat formidable opponents like the Edmonton Oilers, like the Boston Bruins, you know, fill in the blank, uh, best teams in the league. Um, that's what the Capitals have got to do if they want to continue to rise up the standings. And, you know, that's what it's all about is continuing to chip away at points. Because, that, you know, like Brian McClellan said, they got themselves into this position. They're going to have to find a way to get themselves out of this position. And if any, you know, if tonight was any indicator of if that message was sent and received by Mac, the GM of this team, I think it was a good indicator as you saw a team buying in. I don't know from one game to the next what changes and why the team is dialed in from one night to the next. Was it something that Peter Laviolette said? Was it something that a player said that lit a fire under someone? I guess I really don't know. I don't think any of us are going to know the answer to that. But in any event, I'm glad that the Capitals picked up a great win against, you know, kind of a tough team out there. If you take a look at that team out on the ice there, it is kind of a lot of superstar offensive power on there. Like we talked about, you talk about McDavid, you talk about Nugent Hopkins, you talk about Drysaddle. There's just a lot of scoring uh, on that team. And those are just the names off the top of my head. I am not an avid Oilers fan. I'm an NHL follower, but I don't know all the players. Those are the big players that I know get some great production from the Oilers. And for the Capitals to go in there and beat that team and, you know, beat them and, and they beat them by more than one to nothing. They got great goals. They got great scoring from Protus, uh, or not scoring, but, you know, uh, great assists and great production there. That was what was the big takeaway for me on that one, uh, was a team that was all buying in. T.J. Oshie, the Capitals always play better when T.J. Oshie is in the lineup. Nick Dowd, who has been snake-bitten for some time, to get him on the score sheet. And Lars Eller's continued production. That's what I'm talking about. Those are the keys to success for this Capitals team as they go forward and make a push to, I really hope, uh, make a push into the playoffs, you know, and prove a lot of the people wrong that they do, in fact, belong here. And that despite all the tall odds that they faced all season, as far as injuries are concerned, uh, that they can get to their goal that they want to they want to meet. And that's making it to the playoffs. And dare I say, a Stanley Cup. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holby, and I'll talk to you again next time.